We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard our house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah, yeah. Um, is our picture frozen? I don't think it is I, I think it is It is frozen it is frozen. The only one not frozen. <laughs> Sean and I are so good at this mannequin challenge. Look at Warner in the studio moving. Sean and I standing oh, motionless. Welcome, everybody, to this Wednesday edition of The Last Call Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Thompson. And as always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Nick Warner and Sean. Um, boy, this is... I thought we had this all ready to go, and apparently it's we weird. do not. Let me see if I can get it to do anything here. Switching through some scenes. Nope. All right. That's pretty good. I like that. Oh, great. Okay. Well, uh, we might have to shut this down before it even gets started. So uh, put up the uh, please stand by sign and uh, we'll we'll be right. <laughs> we, we will be right back after a brief technical break. So we're live, by the way. Thank you for your patience <laughs> on the live stream as we work to get our camera situation figured out. Obviously, uh, Warner is uh, in the studio, clearly. And, um, yeah, we were having some technical difficulties. But I digress. Thank you for joining us on this wild Wednesday of a podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Thompson. Alongside me, as always, are my co-hosts, Nick Warner and Sean. Uh, and this is the podcast where sometimes things go right and uh tonight is one of the not one of those nights however we do try to drink six beers in 60 minutes while doing this podcast each beer does have to be at or above five percent alcohol by volume so without further ado i'm just going to dive into it let's get to the brew review since we have wasted enough time trying to figure out our technical setup so this week is brought to you by yours truly uh, me and boys I sold out I know I know I'm not a I love sours we all love sours here on this podcast but I had to do it it was triple berry and it was a sour and it was something that Warner could get outside of this remotely yes remotely yeah. essentially so by the way have you ever been in a total wine uh once before yeah dude it is massive they have so much shit in there. It's crazy. Like, a lot of wine, believe it or not. A lot of wine. I would hope so, considering it's called Total Wine. Their beer selection was about a, a, their beer selection was about one aisle, but the wine selection was amazing. The wine oh. and whiskey selections are pretty good. Dude, the the thing that blew my mind the most was that at the checkout counter, they have like a little uh, ice bath that you can chill your wine in while you're waiting for the person in front of you to check out. But isn't it? just room temp off the shelf yeah but if you want to chill it before you take it home they have like this little like 25 degree ice bath that you can just plop it in while the person in front of you is getting rung up and chill your wine in line <laughs> i don't I, I don't think that it's gonna uh, unless someone has an absolutely massive order in front of me i don't think it's gonna be chilled enough to by, by the time i get home sean was your was your beer chilled no it was not it did not extend oh. that 25 degree uh <laughs> Chiller before I the the guy in front of me had one bottle of whiskey that he was buying. I looked at that, and by the time I realized what it was, it was too late for me to chill it. So unfortunately, we're drinking warm beer tonight. But I digress. This beer is Duclaw Brewing Company out of Ewing, New Jersey. It is Sour Me 
double triple berry imperial sour ale uh seven percent so uh it's a little little on the heavy side for the podcast but let's see what we got here we'll roll with it not gonna lie i'm kind of feeling like the um the heads from Futurama right now, like all the presidents, all the famous people that get their heads cut off, just and then there's floating the heads jar. in a jar. Yeah, I get it. This is what it feels like right now. But we did uh, we did give you Sean's seat. We did have to switch you um, for logistical purposes. So, but you are. It, I it, feel it, demoted. Demoted. <laughs> wow. I didn't even. I didn't oh, even get a chair. The chair is sitting in the corner back there. These you could have put it next to me. Don't happen when Warner's sitting in that chair. That's all I'm going to say. Oh so. wow! Blame it on me. Yep, got it. Oops, by my fault. Uh, to the brew review though. Uh, why do I taste chocolate? I don't know. I like that. I'm getting like chocolate aftertaste, which is weird because it just says triple berry. It doesn't say anything or double triple berry. It doesn't say anything about chocolate, but I feel like I'm tasting chocolate at the end. I don't know. It says strawberry, blackberry, and raspberry purees. Um, it's all right. I'm wondering. It's all right. I'm, right. I'm wondering if it would be better cold. Right now, I'm not super thrilled, and it's kind of average. I I'm man, not- you had a you had a layup. You had a, uh, you found a sour, you found a fruity sour. That's usually in our wheelhouse, and you found might have found one that was a dud. Yeah, it, it's a, it's probably like a five five for me, just because like, I don't know, it's not really hitting anything. Like it, it, the weird, the weird part is, is that weird like kind of porter slash chocolate aftertaste on it, which I'm not really sure sure like where it's coming from, but I definitely do taste it. I'm I'm not getting that aftertaste that you're getting, but. It's still, it's not, if I want to, I want a sour that is sour. I don't want a tart, you know, like don't call yourself a sour if you're not actually going to be sour. Well, yeah, it's a double, triple berry. So that means there's six berries in here. Yeah. Well, it's uh, six berries too much apparently because it takes away all the sour. There's no punch to it. I don't even really taste the berry that much. Not really. Dude. Kind of a dud. He went back to his regular, really, really going back to the regular Thompson. Man, okay. So I'm going to give, I should have gotten the French toast stout. <laughs> oh, please. Uh, that would have not have gone well. That was my second option, so I'm glad I didn't get that one either. But this one, I'm I'm giving like a 5-2. It's 5-2? It's, it's it's not bad. It's just, I'm, I'm giving it such a low score. I'm just disappointed. I'm not mad. I'm just uh, disappointed. Oh wow! You got, you got a father over here. I'm not mad at you. I'm just I'm just disappointed. Like that there's you just do that. there's nothing special it, that I'm getting out of it. So yeah, nah, it, um, it's very it's very mid, as the kids say, very mid. I I'm not gonna. I, I was a little harsh uh, when you started. I don't know. Both of you guys got on a, a a bad mood where it was like, oh, I don't really like. It, I don't really like it. Honestly. Independently, I kind of enjoy it. I think cold? it's pretty good. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> Much like yours, I'm drinking it. So it's it's a one to one comparison. It's nice, the same warm, thing. Nice warm beer, whatever that was. Hey. I just took a swig and it was that was just not good. Yeah, I'm there. We're lucky. I'm giving it a five two right now. After that, I, I, I give it a five five. But Boy. like, it's not it's not impressing me at all. What it's, you, it's mid. So what do you got, Warner? So I'm I'm actually going to give it a six five. 
I I'm wow. enjoying it. I think you guys are being a little harsh, More a little harsh. And I think maybe. Aaron's being harsh on himself. Maybe we got a bad batch, man. I I don't know. Uh, the the, the beer is better up here, I guess. Possibly. Um, what do you mean? You're in the studio. <laughs> yeah, right here, right here. Um. All right. So a five two, a six five, and a five five gives us an average of a five point seven for last call pods yeah. at score. Five seven. That's pretty. Um, the that's not my worst. Untapped score. Untapped score was a seven point three six. We were very harsh. This is much along the lines of your raging eagle, where it was rated pretty good, but we got a bad badge apparently. I, I gotta stop the mark. I gotta stop going to the fruit beers apparently. Just I, it, like fruit in my beer has not gone well during these fruit uh i almost said fruit reviews brew reviews so um yeah not not my very uh it, not your it, best not my best but all right well there's always next week right well next week's not my brew review actually uh thank you for reminding myself aaron the this is episode 99 99 episodes nick and i have done sean's been here for probably two-thirds of the the episodes right a decent amount so next week episode 100 um one double zero don't get your hopes up we're still figuring this stuff out 100 episodes in. (laughs) it's been a while since we had issues you know it's just uh and we're we're still figuring it out but i think we're gonna have some fun we're definitely finishing all six beers we might bring out some. Uh, we still have some extra brew review beers in this fridge that we might pull out and have Ugh. to reminisce on. So Jesus, we'll we'll see how that goes. But um, yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, ninety nine episodes, ninety nine hours, actually more than that of content. Ninety nine weeks, ninety nine weeks. Yeah. So Fridays, Saturdays, Wednesdays, Tuesdays, just random ass fucking days. Well, the the. the it's it's been it's been a ride so uh join us next week for the 100th episode live on twitch at the the last call podcast you can also find all of our other episodes i haven't uploaded all of them but a good chunk of our episodes on youtube same tagline and uh follow us on instagram as well the the last call podcast so all right we are under a little bit of a time constraint obviously we got started late so let's uh let's kind of dive right into the first topic um have you guys ever been introduced into a group or a new work dynamic setting and you have kind of like a team group meeting and they want everybody to get to know each other for whatever reason, right? Obviously you're going to be working together. You want to build some sort of team dynamic. And so they have you do these group exercises. I believe they're called icebreakers. Sure. Icebreakers, (laughs) if you will. Hey, I want to know, I mean, those things are worthless, right? Like, nobody actually wants to do these icebreakers. Have you ever, like, done an icebreaker and just been like, that guy, really like that guy, super cool, going to love working with him? Uh, so, no, I would say I think they do it the wrong way. So every professional job I've ever, I've ever been in, they always did the icebreakers around the, the hiring class that you're in. So it's just all of the people that get hired on at the same time as you. Most companies, they will, well, larger companies will try and group hiring classes together so the way you know you you're all starting on the same day it makes it easier for you know 
processing paperwork, et cetera, et cetera. But the problem is that like we're all doing different job duties that may or may not overlap in any case at all. So like, you have someone from HR, you have someone from accounting, you have someone from IT, you have someone from sales, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of times the jobs don't really overlap. So it's like I'm going to meet this guy or girl once and then maybe see them occasionally in the office. But like this is the only time I'm ever going to talk to them, interface with them. And it never really goes like, like oh, yeah, I met that one guy, you know. For me, the, the, my current job, I'm the only person left of my hiring class. No one else remains in it. So it's like it wasn't really worth it. I made all of my connections throughout various other things, whether it was projects or work that I was working on. Um, but, yeah, I, I hate them. They're just kind of annoying because, like, hey, tell us your name. Tell us something interesting about yourself and, you know, what do you like to do on the weekends? And then it becomes just kind of a, a regurgitation of someone saying, hey, my name's Jim. Um I like to hang out with my friends and uh my interesting fact is uh I went to the Poconos for for vacation and you're like sick dude like I want someone to fucking wow me with something like Jesus like it's all boring shit every single time Do you actually want somebody to wow you with their fun facts I do I want or- I want to hear something that's like interesting so like my go to that I know most people like I don't even know if you know this um but when I was a kid I busted my head open nine times, like through various activities where I was like, I had to get stitches, staples. Like it just, I just had a problem with bust, like my head getting busted, whether it was by other people or inanimate objects that I ran into. So it's like, wow, this guy must be really fucked up. His head was busted open nine times. Like it's something you don't hear every day besides like, I like to ski. Like it's fucking boring. I don't give a shit. Everyone likes to ski. Everyone likes vacation. Like tell me something weird. But now, but now you're, you're, guy who busts his head open guy in the office yeah so maybe either a they feel sorry for me because i might have like a mental disability because i've been bruising my brain for a while i got cte (laughs) nfl or like that's that one guy that said he busted his head open nine times like they remember that it's a weird thing where you're like why would you latch onto that because it was not the same thing of like i like to play basketball sick dude awesome i do too but tell me something interesting what like everyone's done something at least interesting in their life Throw out that fact. I don't care how off base it is. Just throw it out there. I don't know. Would you rather them make up stuff and just come up with something random? I mean, that would be pretty. Uh, yeah. Tell me your best lie. Like, yeah, I, I served under Vladimir Putin. I'm like, whoa, wait, what? You were working for the Russian government? Like, that's why it could be a lie. <laughs> but at least I'm going to be like, that guy, we got to watch out for him. Like, I'm going to remember that. If you just tell me you do boring shit every day that I could also do, I'm probably not going to remember it. Or you. No. Nah. Yeah. I don't think you're there to wow anybody. We had uh, one of our Warner Nice friends um, who was going through this process and they wanted him to write a bio about himself. He was like, dude, I don't know what to write. I was like, make it as mundane and plain and boring as possible. Give people something that they can relate to. You know, I can't relate to, you know, being an astronaut. So, yeah, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions, but I'm not going to become friends with you over you being an astronaut. Give me. Give me something like, yeah, I, I'm i a big Chiefs fan. No way, me too. What would you think about the game? Because then I have something to talk to you and relate to you about, and we uh, both see, bring boring. something to the conversation. That's so boring. No, you don't need to wow me. I who wanna, who I are wanna... you trying to impress? You're working IT at the local you know, whatever store. I don't need to no, know. So, so to, to argue against you at that, uh, and I'm going to cut Warren off before he even gets to put his point in, is that one of our data scientists – he was an astrophysicist before this current job. And like in his bio, he put that he helped co-author an algorithm that could predict where stars were going to be made. 
You best believe I walked up to him and talked to him about it because that shit was interesting. I didn't give a shit about the guy who was like, I like to rock climb. Eh, okay, who gives a shit? Let me ask you, how the fuck is a star going to perform? Like, how do you know that? What's the mathematical shit behind that? My question is, how do you end up working for you? That's that's what I don't understand. Is, because is, research doesn't pay all that much. I just, sometimes people give you fun facts that I think are interesting. But again, I think the icebreaker activities are all the same. I want something different. Give me something that's actually going to break the ice, not just, again, the same formula. Tell me, uh, tell me your name. Uh, tell me where you're from, and tell me a fun fact. Give me like, is there Warner? The, am I, uh, the one I don't like is like okay. So there, I have an example of one, and it's like where you play tic tac toe, or it's like uh, bingo, right? And it's like find somebody that's from the same town as you, or find somebody that has the same amount of letters in your first name as you. It's like. Uh, information's not going to go anywhere for me. Like, what am I going to do for that? Like, I don't know. You might find something interesting. Like, oh, we both like this. That's cool. But I I honestly think it's just better to get to know somebody by going out and doing activities. I do think one of them that's kind of fun is, like, um, those escape rooms. When those are popular, we did those, and it was actually really fun, and it was kind of team building, and I actually really enjoyed that. I think you need to do that type of thing, though, multiple times. Not just once, because one time, oh, we sure. did it, and then sure. I talked to that guy that one time, but I have no other reason. It's just like Sean said, we work in different groups. I'm never going to work with that guy because he is in a different part of the company that I don't even remotely go near. I think you have to do those types of things multiple times, not just once. I do agree. What other activities would you suggest? I, I, I agree with your assessment on like the bingo. Like Go find somebody. It's because now this is just a task. This isn't, I'm not getting to know anybody. Oh, what what did yeah. I learn by finding out that, you know, John has the same amount of letters as Nick? Like, explain mm-hmm. to me what I learned about John. So it, it doesn't make sense to do those things. I just, again, I've been through enough of those just in various teams and groups and whatever. It's like, do something different. I don't know. Or just don't do it. Just everybody, like, just throw them in the meat grinder and let them bond in, like, that, here, let's let do this. Let them bond? Let, like, put, Covalent bonds put just them, popping out? Put Everybody's them, just going to complain and then they're all yeah, going to quit. Exactly. <laughs> and I guess they can, uh, they no, can bond no, together over quitting. Is, like, make them kind of like an escape room, but just throw them uh, into a gauntlet and just make them work together as a team and figure out who can do what and, and how this is going to go. I think the weirdest one I ever had was my intern. One of my internships in college was we, you know, we went in, you interviewed, you got the internship. And then like the second day, you know, the first day they just did over a company overview, this, this, and this do all this HR paperwork. The second day they made us complete disc profiles, which is like a personality profile. <laughs> And then the 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 lady in charge of it then put us in groups based on <laughs> our disc profile. So you had people that were really passive, that were really passive, there, whatever. So I was in the group. I, I was classified as a high D and I, um, and it just became a shit show because we all were the same way. So we like we were given a task to plan a vacation with this amount of money, blah, blah, blah. So all of us are just arguing because we all had the best idea. And so that's what it turned into is like our group was just fucking at each other's throats while everyone on the past was like, I mean, 
what do you want to do? You just want to like go somewhere else? Like it was just fucking hilarious because then the lady like goes over. It's like, oh yeah, so this is like every job you're going to be in. You're going to have all these different groups of personalities and how you need to interact with each other. And I thought that was fun, but I also hated everyone in my group because I was like, fuck you. Never talking to you again. Yeah. You didn't really get the warm and fuzzies after that. Oh, hell no. <laughs> it, it was like, yeah, fuck your stupid ass idea. I'm not going to Greek, Greece. You know, fuck that. I don't want to go there. No, no fun there. Like it would just became like we were just arguing the entire time. And I was like, I don't even remember the guy's name. It's just like, yeah, fuck you. Like, I don't care. I just, I, again, I've yet to see an icebreaking activity that has wowed me and made me think, wow, I'm really glad we did that because I really got to know everybody better from this. I mean, I think you need to come up with three for next week. Yeah. Three ideas. I want to see. Yeah. Give me, give me ones that you are. And they can't relate to like, oh, I play golf or I I played baseball. They got to be something different. No long drive competitions for your icebreaker. All right. All right. Well, you know what? How am I supposed to <laughs> assert my dominance over the rest of the field if I can't drive the ball 300 yards? That doesn't—it just doesn't add up a, to me. A nice little chat from Schaefer. I think the Titanic was a good, pretty good icebreaker. You know what? Had I not had to put all of my last call sounds on this board, I could have hit my drum roll. I blame you for this. I wanted to use the computer. We'll give him that. He deserves it. Um. But to your point, working in the office and working with various people, have you guys noticed like people that you work with tend to use the same phrases over and over again? Or like, have you seen those videos online where it's like the most overused phrases in the office? Do you have coworkers that have, I'm just going to dub it as like a catchphrase that they use that it's just like, oh, again, there's John saying saying his catchphrase again well i think there's a difference in like people that you work with saying the same thing because that's kind of like what they do versus like business vernacular on like what your job role relates to so you know i always hate when people use buzzwords and stuff like that you know like oh like they, they latch on to like the latest trend so like in software you know throughout the years it's been big data ai you name it and it, everyone just wants to talk oh can we use big data for this can we use ai for this i'm like shut up like jesus christ like it just you sound stupid because they have no idea what they're talking about they're just throwing it out there because it sounds good they think someone's gonna catch up like oh yeah did you know we're using ai there i'm like we're not we're not using any ai there like who the fuck told you that like that's an incorrect statement uh and then like i think probably the worst one that i think i i'm not a big fan of overall is the phrase touch base hey i'm gonna touch base with that guy are you because it's been two weeks since your last email did you touch base how long does it take to touch base because you didn't touch base enough I, i think the big one in my office is i'm a ping ping somebody yeah let me let me ping them again real quick and see uh if i get an answer i see i also hate that too when it comes to like every business now should be utilizing some form of instant messaging whether it's slack microsoft teams you name it there's a billion of them and like yeah i just gotta i just gotta ping that guy like what's he doing how is he so busy that he couldn't get back to you within a couple of minutes he's got, he's got that many things going on like bullshit i'm gonna i'm gonna I still think this is a topic that I want to go over in more detail. I Things that I will never understand, and you just hit on one of them. One of them is, hey, you literally called me 30 seconds ago, and I just called you back within within a minute. 
and all of a sudden you can't answer my call when I'm calling you back. What did you do? How did you get so busy in the last 30 seconds that you can't answer you. my call back? Should I, you should have answered them, man. Same thing that parents do. Parents do the same thing. Or, I, yeah. Maybe you're Everybody doing. does that. <laughs> no, but it, it's so, I don't, I don't get it. What, what, how did you get so busy within the 10 seconds it took me to call you back? Literally 10 seconds that just, you can't answer my phone call. I just like to imagine that, you know, Warner's dad called him and Warner didn't pick up and he's just sitting there like, God damn it. Puts his phone down, goes, walks outside, just taking a big breather. Like, man, I wish my son would call me back. And like, while you're calling him back, he's just sitting there with the dog, just taking in the sunset. Like ah, one of these days he'll get back to me. And then he walks back. Yeah. Oh, he called back. Ah, I'll do it. Yeah, he's just, I'll do he's it. just like, you know, I, I, I'm just going to call it a day. It's just not, it's not on my agenda today. What about your office, Warner? Uh, I mean, we use a lot of it. You hear a lot of the phrases, a lot of the common phrases, but I don't know. I just try to ignore them, to be honest, because, but some of them are kind of handy. I don't know. I, I'm okay with saying ping you. I'm going to ping you. I'll shoot you a message or whatever. It's just more casual, in my opinion. It's I, like, I, a, I'm, okay oh, I'm going to shoot you an email and I will communicate with you, blah, blah, blah. I it's just a nice way to be a little bit less uptight. So that's why people use those phrases. So I don't know. I'm I'm okay with them. Some of them can be an, a little bit annoying, but yeah. That's, that means Warner's just proficient in the the office vernacular, where he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm just gonna throw these out there." All of his emails are prefaced with it, every little bit there. I will say I have learned one phrase that I do enjoy, um, just because it's I've only heard it like three times, and my boss uses it sometimes, and it's moreover when say you you have an issue at work or there's a problem or sometimes when you're maybe working on a project and you have people that like to just theory craft the entire time we're like well could we do this could we do this could we do this could we do this and he loves to say hey you can't boil the ocean in one go and it just i just think it's fucking because <laughs> it's like an accurate statement of like you, you got to take it in small bits like you can't just do it all in one go and like people need to understand that and like he only says it like that is that's much better than uh, there's one way or you you can't eat an elephant or you, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time or whatever it is. I like that way better. Yeah, it's as way as, more unique. He's only said it like a few times, but he always says it in the right crucial moment where it's like people are like, huh, you know what? That's right. I can't boil the ocean. I got to go slow. I got to figure this out piece by piece. I'm like, thank God. I very much enjoy people who are creative in wordsmithing analogies. Uh, I actually saw a video today that was talking about um, in this particular video, they were talking about Nigerians and they were saying how they had, they knew a friend who was Nigerian who had all of these crazy sayings. And it was like, he slipped on a piece of paper and his immediate response was that piece of paper made an assassination attempt on my life or like they're they've gained a bunch of weight and so it was like my waistband is struggling or something like that and just being artistic with the way that they say things rather than just like man i'm getting fat you know it's like it's creative and vivid and and different it's so just I, using a better metaphor yes, you know if someone has baggy pants you can say their pants hang like a wizard sleeve you know they're just <laughs> voluminous and big like it, it, I would agree. I, I enjoy those a lot more because they just, you don't hear it every day. You're like, oh yeah, shit, that's fucking hilarious. And or you remember it. And then that's what makes the, the conversation like memorable back to my you know point of like, when you tell somebody a fun fact about yourself, make sure it's actually fucking fun. 
if you tell me in a meeting something that needs to be done and you phrase it in such a way that's not just the regular bullshit of like yeah you know project scopes this we're looking at a you know high turnaround but like i'm gonna blow past all of that but you phrase it in a very particular way where it's like oh you know what i'll remember that i got it i'm just not gonna ignore you sean what's a what's a what's a fun fact about you already gave my fun fact he's busted his head open nine times uh well what's a no is that really a fun fact I, I bet you didn't know it until now. We we've already discovered that I don't know the definition of a fun fact. So last last fun fact I had was met with mixed reviews. So I don't know if we're I don't know that I'm the foremost expert on you fun know, facts. You know, Aaron, maybe we'll we'll circle back on that one and uh you know. <laughs> we'll touch base here in another week or two. Yeah, let's let's touch base. Uh yeah, I think we gotta get the ball rolling, you know. Oh my god. Blech. <laughs> I was I I was slipping some in uh as I was talking just here and there. I was trying to see if anybody would pick them up, but whatever. Um fun fact. All right, chat. I just saw- simmer down. Fun fact I just saw on TikTok Thompson's catch it TikTok is Thompson's catchphrase. That's not true. <laughs> it is a great source. I think that's pretty it's pretty accurate. TikTok is a name, it's not a catchphrase. I hate you all. Um, something that I was thinking about. We all are engineers. Did I'm not. Okay, technically. But I'm an engineering you, degree, but I'm not an engineer. Okay, so you might have a different um you you might have a different experience in college than what we had, where the vast majority of courses that we took in college were just straight engineering courses we we didn't have a lot of fluff courses we didn't have a lot of fun i'm going to say quote-unquote fun courses that maybe other well, universities that, i think, I have. think that that's the difference in the schooling so like, i mean i i still have an engineering degree but i did not go to a school that literally all they put out is engineering majors so like my school has other majors as far as i know rolls holman doesn't have any liberal arts they have nothing it's it's purely a technical school nothing else like uh, there's no anything that's out i think you can get i think you can get an econ degree maybe still well it's probably a very heavy math related economics degree probably Mm -hmm. nothing that's yeah it's not just you're not doing liberal arts and this is the thing i think it's the difference in schooling those you guys went to a very 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 heavy technical school like nothing else is really expected outside of rolls holman Besides engineering, if someone said I have an economics degree from Rolls Holman, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, that's not what that's hmm. for. You get an engineering degree, like that's what they're known for. They've been ranked, you know, number one forever because of it. Like, that's what you do. So, I didn't get a, a wide breadth of classes to take because of that. Math, science, hardcore engineering. That's it. Yeah. So, hardcore engineering. <laughs> I mean, as, as a part, Jesus, as a, what class is that? <laughs> it's it's a, hardcore engineering. One hundred and forty-one, bro. Did you not take that? Like, <laughs> apparently, I took the wrong class. I didn't sign up for that one. As opposed to softcore engineering. So, yeah, I don't know, if I know what the fuck that is. I don't even know. This sounds a little weird. <laughs> so I went ahead and I looked up some of the fun classes that other colleges get to take because we didn't get to take any of these. So uh, number one on the list is tree climbing. I didn't have that college uh, course available. What, to what me. college is offering that? Yeah, it, 
Tree climbing is a recreational or functional activity. Can, okay, now it's just tell me what tree climbing is. I know is. what the fuck tree climbing is. I did it as a kid. Tell me what. Okay, that can just... I, can, I, can I major in it? Like, yeah, I'm an I'm a MBA in tree climbing or, you know, a master's degree in tree climbing, not MBA, obviously. Another, but, another one is joy of garbage. So. What the fuck? This is... Is this by for raccoons or what? <laughs> this is to weed out the raccoon. Like, hey, well, oh, we got him. I got him. Get him, boys. I am Professor Raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome so, to Joy so of So what garbage. you're going to see, this garbage, all of it fucking delicious. Just get in there. You're going to find so many <laughs> treats. Uh, surviving the zombie apocalypse is one. And I, I've actually heard of like colleges offering so, that. So I and, think that one is, it's more over like, it, it's a resource management type class, but yeah. Yo, street fighting mathematics. Like what? Wait, wait, wait. So, so we're fighting. Are you doing the math behind like throwing a rock and hitting somebody, or or like is it, we we have to we can only punch each other once we've solved an equation on on some board that's also <laughs> on the street. So I need to I need to look this up. Uh, it looks like from what I'm looking at, it says from MIT. So maybe it's more of like it's like blitz chess where like you're just trying to do it quickly and like you beat the other person if you like solve the whatever it is before them. I don't know. MIT doesn't really see a lot of physicality in there. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna find this real quick. It says um Oh, the sociology of Miley Cyrus. That's also one. Um just one person? Mm. No no sociology of anyone else? Just just one individual yep. for a whole semester? Miley Cyrus is her own class. Wow. Um I mean she went through a lot of different like phases, right? So I guess you could study that and it's pretty interesting, but I don't know. with like Britney Spears or any young girl that was yeah. thrust into the stardom when she, you know, was pretty much any child star. Yeah, not even yeah, not even female, just any of them. I'm trying to find out what this street fighting mathematics is. <laughs> so, I, I do know of do two of them, uh, two classes that you could take and uh, through IU. You can take billiards, which is literally pool. That's take a pool, dope. which is actually kind of, I mean, you get to learn the game, you get to learn the trick or whatever, and you, you get play to, pool. You get to hustle people Another in one. Bar, that's useful. That is, that's a life <laughs> skill. Uh, if you get in a bar fight, that's extra credit. Um, and then the other one was, oh, shoot, uh, uh, bowling, literally bowling. I've heard of the bowling one before. And I think a lot of, a lot of other colleges like outside of rolls home and like most colleges that are not just a purely polytechnic or technical school offer a lot of those. Like it's cause it, at like, you know, most colleges, they, they require you to, you fit the niche of your well-rounded student, So you have to have. X amount of liberal arts credits, you know, your major credits and some other elective, they call them electives is what they like to call them. Um, and so they want you to fulfill those. And so a lot of them are, are filled with like crazy courses like this where like, Hey, I have three credit hours. I need really need to burn. And so like people are like, Oh, well I need, I need to blow off steam. Cause I have really, you know, all my major related courses are really getting to me. I need something. So bowling billiards, that makes sense. The one I took um, I, I waited to take all of my electives electives up until my last semester of college, so that way I could have my senior design phase two class, and then all I had after that was just electives. So it didn't really matter. I was only concentrated on my actual senior design phase two because that's really what I needed to graduate. I knew I could pass any bullshit elective classes to just make my grades. 
the one that I was kind of invested in just because I read a lot was I took a science fiction um, literature class and the, the whole point of the class was that you would read books and then write, you know, analysis on the books that you read. And, you know, it was it was a fucking interesting class because I read a lot of weird material that I never thought I would read because, you know, I was very basic in what I thought science fiction was. And I was like, oh, yeah, Star Wars, you know, you name it, kind of weird futuristic bullshit. Apparently it's a lot more than that. But I always felt bad for my professor because everyone else in the class was like a liberal arts major, like in, in some form of creative writing or, you know, whatever it was. I was the only non- liberal arts major i was just a technical you know i was a computer engineering major that was just taking as an elective and he kind of just made it uh like the professor was really cool about because he knew he's like hey i know this isn't like your thing like you don't know how to write i was like okay i know how to write jesus a little little demeaning there like i know how to write lab reports you know i do math blah 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 and but he kind of gave me the benefit of the doubt on every like paper i wrote I'd i'd read through it and i'm I was just like, dude, yeah, what the fuck is this book about? Like, yeah, this dude on a planet colonizes it, you name it, boom. I'm like, yeah, that's what he did. The guy's like, actually, it's themes of this, this. I'm like, what the, where the fuck did that come from? Like, that's just out of left field. I was like, this, no way. He's like, I see where you were going with it, though, so you get an A minus. I was like, all right, fuck it, dude. That's fine. Let's go with it. Warner, were there any classes that you wanted to take that you didn't have the opportunity Mm. to I would well. I was very jealous. My brother got to take billiards. I would have loved to do that. Oddly enough, I did have a t- class that I kind of took because I needed to fill some time, and I took railroad engineering. And I don't use that at all because I'm a mechanical engineer. Bro, he but fucking. Loves I will trains. say, man, he fucking loves them. He's choo chewing all around his house. <laughs> I learned so much about trains, and it was actually super interesting. So I, I highly rec- recommend that if you find something like that's, I don't know, it's something especially that you're going to interact with in your daily life, definitely take take it. And you interact um, with railroads. <laughs> I mean, but you, you see railroads every day and then like you can read the stuff like there's you know, numbers on the side and it tells you how much they're carrying and how much weight they are and like with and without the material in it and blah blah blah, you know. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of interesting. You should look up the uh, Brennan's monorail. It's a very interesting. I watched like a probably two hour video on YouTube about it. Schaefer got dragged into it one time when he came over, but it's it's a cool one. For, you know uh, what was this? The Bre- Brennan's monorail. Mm. It was a type of train that mm. utilized a gyroscope to stay <clears throat> level while only using one track. So the idea was that they could cut the cost of you know putting railroads across the u.s because they'd only need to put one track and not two for a traditional locomotive hmm. yeah hmm. so i'm surprised they didn't cover that in the class but it's okay whatever you know it is what it is I, yeah i will say okay if if there was any class that i would like to take it would have been a class just on 3d printing uh, you know, it would have been cool but that's nerd me and something i really enjoy but that was not offered so maybe that so I'm going to switch gears a little bit here because Sean mentioned futuristic stuff with his sci-fi course that he took. And Warner, you were bringing up something earlier um, that sounded kind of interesting. So what I I forget exactly what it was. So I was, I was having a conversation with one of my colleagues er earlier and um, see using phrases, colleagues, 
Yeah. Um, and we were talking, and we were like having a conversation about, oh, you know, we're starting to get a little older, like, and there's some new people in the workplace that don't necessarily know about like some of the things that we use, like, don't know what a floppy disk was. And so we got to talk, and we were like, oh, yeah, so and so didn't know what a floppy disk was. And then I started thinking, we still use a floppy disk for the save icon. And so I'm like, what would we even replace that with? Like, what would be the modern day equivalent if you were to replace that? What would we put there? How would you change that? The the funny thing about that though is that like we, as kids, didn't even truly have a floppy disk. So there was there was I did there was three form factors of the floppy disk. You had an eight inch, a five and a quarter, and a three and a half inch. We're familiar with the three and a half inch. The eight inch was legitimately floppy, so like it would bend when you were using it, and mm. that's why they called it a floppy disk. When we were kids, we had the three and a half inch, and it was rigid. Like you had obviously mm. the the okay. you could mess with the magnetic tape, but it was never floppy. So we were already behind the curve on like what was a floppy disk. Um, and like I thought that was fucking hilarious because I didn't learn that until like a class randomly in high school when we went over it, and I was like, wait, what? Like. I thought this was a floppy disk, and then the uh, teacher pulled out like a legitimate one. I was like, "Oh, never mind. That is a floppy disk because that shit's bending and almost breaking when you put it in the thing." (laughs) Shout out to the chat. I wish I had a floppy eight inches. (laughs) Also in the chat, I'm more of a three and a half inches rigid fan. (laughs) Honesty is what we're about here at the Last Call Podcast, but so like that's the that's the funny thing even about that itself was that it was set as like you know i think microsoft probably pioneered that with what they did with microsoft word and some other things is that we were already already behind the curve like we didn't know what it was like until like obviously we had our visual representation of like the three and a halfs that we use in elementary school but we never actually had a floppy disk as for like what we would use now I, i don't fucking think it really matters at this point because we're in the in the game of cloud like savings like if your job or whatever uses Microsoft, you're probably using OneDrive. And so there's a little cloud symbol that will hang above your computer and it just auto saves. Like, you know, anytime you make an adjustment to a document, it, it just it auto saves it out. There, even flash drives, I feel like we're on the end of our college career. Like, we never really, I, I don't carry a flash drive every day. There's no reason to. Why? Because everything's in the cloud and all of my, you know, my company has a, a OneDrive account that we use and everything's pushed up there so i don't need a flash drive i would say that would be the next second but no one is really using flash drives day to day at all it's crazy so are you just gonna click on that click on the cloud then you don't even have to click on it it just it just unless saves. you don't have auto save enabled yeah then. i guess if you yeah if you don't have auto save enabled like some kind of crazy person that's a little weird um I'm not. Are you gonna say that like you know your privacy does not want to do autosave or something? Because why would you not want something that just? I mean, every time you do a keystroke, it just saves the document. So then, no matter what you do, you're always the most recent it, part of the it, document. If I'm doing something that I don't want autosave on, like if I'm testing something out, but I want I don't want to ruin what I have right now, then I maybe not you know maybe not have autosave enabled. I don't know. So. I think there's a, there's a there's there's still potential to have a save button. So, so I just thought it was interesting. Like, what would you do? Well, what would th- you replace it with? Things are already starting to change, even while we're living in it. So we were playing a card game where you drew a card and then you had to do the activity. 
on the card. And on the card, I forget exactly the activity, but there was the pound sign, or for you young kids, a hashtag on there. And one of our friends, who is our age, kept reading it as, what is this? Why is there a hashtag in here? I don't know what that... Why? Because for all of you young kids, the hashtag used to be the pound sign, and it also represented like a number. So it was supposed to be read as the number two, not hashtag two. And he couldn't seem to figure this out for whatever reason. So we're even living through some of that change right now. One of the ones I think I've described on the podcast audibly, I don't know now that we were filming, is the way that I would signal to somebody, hey, give me a call, is you put up your thumb and your pinky and you hold it to your ear like you would like a cordless phone that we had back in the day. Now, kids put their full hand just in a straight and just like put it their hand on the side of their face and they say, that's an iPhone. I asked my grandmother how she would signal to somebody to call me and she put a cup to her ear and then starting to use a rotary <laughs> dial. And I'm like, grandma, really? That You were doing that back in the day? Hey, call me. See, the palm the palm doesn't make any sense. The palm does not make any sense. Because who holds their but but why? Yeah, but who phones holds their phone like this? Like everybody at, puts at minimum, a grasp at, around at minimum, it. you have to put your thumb in there like you're holding your phone or something, right? Yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm and you know we're making a phone gesture with our hand, right? Because of the earpiece and then the the talking piece, because it, it was kind of a banana shape like phone, right? But yeah, so even that type of stuff we're seeing change. Again, I, it blew my mind when our friend didn't know what the pound sign was, that it meant number and not hashtag. He's like, what, what's hashtag two? Do I need to like look this up on like X or whatever? No, it's it means number two. I mean, for your gra- like for, for our grandparents, like the, the rotary phone lasted for the majority of their childhood into their adult life. So like, I think my grandma was born in like during the great recession, which was what the early thirties and the rotary dial, I think they said lasted until like the sixties, late sixties, almost seventies. So like, that's the majority of what they used. And then you had the, just the actual, um, where you have the numbers, you just dial the numbers with the numbers, like the push buttons. And then you get to the smartphones and that takes it a whole nother realm. But my grandma, like same kind of thing. She, she didn't, she didn't, I think she really never has grasped the concept of like a smartphone. Like she hasn't graduated from just having the numbers on like a handset dial, like phone that you have would have at your house. She doesn't carry a cell phone around at all. She just has one house phone. That's where you call her. That's it. Nothing else. You know, how frustrating must it have been back in the day when they actually had like switchboard operators you would call the operator and you would tell them, can you put me in touch with this person? And then they would switch a bunch of cords around and hope that you get to the right place. So what if they sent you like, you know, hey, I need to call this person in New York and they put you in touch with somebody in Oklahoma. It's I'm like, sure that happened a lot. Damn I'll- it. Wrong number. And now you got to call the operator again and then they got to switch all these mm-hmm. cords around again. And now you're trying to get back to New York. Damn it. I got New Jersey. And <laughs> Like, how many times do you think that actually happened where, like, they misconnected you with the wrong person because the operator put the cord in the wrong spot? My guess is it happened a decent (laughs) amount, but at the same time, I think having a phone was, like, a rich person thing because it's a, 
it's it's it was cutting edge technology, and everyone knows that cutting edge technology doesn't go to the masses; it goes to the rich first, and then dials down. So, like, while it was probably annoying, it was still probably still you know easy enough to where the rich people are like, oh, that's fine. I can have three or four misconnect, you know, disconnects or whatever it is until I'm like super upset about having to with my really expensive phone that I paid a lot of money for where my TV that was like $500, which equates to, you know, $10,000 of today's money. What's what's okay. That's an interesting thought. What is the cutting edge technology today that the super wealthy would be using? So if Mm. like, what, what is it that is there something that, I wouldn't say that there's any necessarily cutting edge technology. It's more of the just the everyday use of things that they use. Like so, one of the biggest ones, like if you're incredibly wealthy, is that you have a private jet. And the the reason the reasoning behind every private jet that I ever see is it saves you time and money. Your time is worth X amount of dollars per hour, and it makes more sense for you to pay however million many millions of dollars to own a private jet so you can get from point A to point B to make whatever business deal happen, then it makes sense for you to wait at an airport, get on a domestic flight, fly out, get a rental car, go somewhere else. Like it's, I don't think there's really any cutting edge. Like there's probably some medical stuff that they can pay for, you know, surgeries, medicine, stuff like that, where, you know, it's just incredibly expensive. But as far as technology goes, I don't think there's a lot of people that are like utilizing the most a lot of you know the rich people just have iPhones or you know, whatever Android. They're not doing anything that's like, oh my god, I'm using the the latest Chat GPT or Perplexity, you know, with the Copilot. Like they're not doing any of that. A lot of it's more of just having an amount of money to cut the line where they need to go. Like they're more efficient to get places and do things, not necessarily using the technology to like enhance their lifestyle at all. So I feel like they don't really, really push like technology for something that's going to be like so expensive where only somebody can afford it. Like they're going to push consumer goods to where the market's at, which is like the masses. Like what, what's something that's, you know, pretty expensive, but it's obtainable for the average person. Yeah. They might have to stretch it a little bit. They might have to spend a lot, a little bit more money than they want, but they're going to really want it. So they're going to spend the money. They're not, not producing stuff that is like only it's not for exclusivity you know what i mean yeah i mean if you want to talk about exclusivity it's it's the you know american government they're the ones that have the cutting edge technology to do these things it's probably most likely the military like all everything that there's some stupid saying that's, that's a you know i don't know how old it is like oh yeah like what what we're getting now is what the military had 10 years ago it was just like it, they are always at the cutting edge but for you know most companies appeal to the consumer because that's where you make the boatload of your money before it was like okay yeah we really want to cater to these rich people because that's where we can make a lot of margin now it's you can make a decent amount of margin on a fuck ton of people so let's just sell to them instead because that's how we're going to get a lot more return on our investment as opposed to like just catering to these few obviously you have like like i said the the private jets the incredible supercars like those companies do well just because one sell of one thing is you know incredible amounts of return but for the most part, every other company like Samsung, Apple, for you know the most valuable company in the world, they don't sell to rich people. They sell to everyday people. Why? Because everybody wants a fucking iPhone. They yeah. want a MacBook. They want AirPods. They want this. They want that. Like, Make it easy enough for people to buy. They'll buy the shit out of it. There's 8 billion people in the world. You got to supply the majority of them so that you can, uh, you can make that money. But it's that time of the night. What time of the night is it? Oh, I get to do this remote. 
Uh, it is the last call. <laughs> Why'd you say, uh, uh like you didn't know what you needed to say? This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order that's right ladies and gentlemen it is the last call in the last call podcast where every week we do a little something different and warner i don't know what you're talking about you are in the studio i don't know why you keep saying you are remote. <laughs> oh for, sorry i've just those, uh I'm, I'm distanced away you shoved me into sean's seat this week for those of you listening on the podcast and uh you should be watching us live on twitch um we have essentially photoshopped warner in his seat in his zoom cam or whatever we're using in order Discord. yeah in order zoom, what the fuck dude what, is it is it is it photoshopped did you video shot me in whatever it is it looks like warner sitting in our studio but clearly he's not <laughs> clearly he's not so all right this week, <laughs> looks perfect this week we're gonna try something we'll see how it goes we've had some issues with the audio uh hopefully warner can participate in this game this is what i was supposed to have done last week and uh got it done this week so we'll, we'll see how this goes essentially what i've done is i've scoured the internet for crazy laughs that people possess just like they i don't know how they learn to laugh in this manner but they do how'd you lo- how'd you learn to laugh like that bro like what i don't i don't know where they grew up where this was a common laugh but I, I don't know if laughs are inherited. I, I, I couldn't tell you. I wouldn't say they're inherited. They're just you just do it one day, and that's that's it. That's what you got. So I've got some crazy laughs that people have, and I also have wild animal noises. And you guys are going to have to decide whether this is a person laughing, or if it is an animal. If there is a caveat, because there are some caveats to these sounds, I will let you know what I want you to guess on them. So. Are you guys ready to play Laugh Track? That's what this game is going to be called. <laughs> we'll work on the branding next time. I could see why your your fun facts are shit, but yeah, go ahead. All right, sound one. What the fuck? Can you play that again? Warner, are you able to hear that well? Yeah. Okay. That's a laugh? No, you have to guess. Is this a laugh? Is this a person? Is this an animal? I pray to God that's like a I, fucking goat. I don't that's I, that doesn't sound like a laugh. So I'm gonna go we if I'm listening to this, it sounds like there's multiple of them. And I doubt there's two people that have that same laugh. So I'm going it's an animal. Okay, so it is an animal. Now the next part of the question is can you guess what animal that is? I'm going to go with goat. I feel like goats make that noise. I, I, I think goat's right. Tasmanian devil. Fuck! You mean they don't do the... They, they and then, like, I, spin around? I was also very surprised. No, that is a Tasmanian devil what sound. What the fuck, dude? No wonder they went extinct. All right. People were just tired of hearing them. <laughs> Number two. It's got to be a person. It's got to be a human laugh. There's no way. There's no way. That's human. 100% human. That's got to be. That is a human. And uh, 
when I heard this laugh, it reminded me of like one of those '90s ghost Halloween decorations. Yeah, the ones that just yeah. shake on the string. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, number three. Mm. I'm gonna need that one more time. The fuck? That sounds like a baby or a small child or a young like, child. That sounds like a gremlin of a human. Like they just—they're just small of stature. They may hide under bridges. I don't know. They're collecting tolls. The troll. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm gonna say human, but I don't know. I feel like that could be also something really weird. That is a teenage girl. Oh. Oh. Well, I'm that's sorry. an unfortunate laugh. Is, is she also like cackle like a witch? She ride a broom. I cast I, some spells. I have no idea about her background, but that is the way she laughs. Ugh. Number four. <laughs> So it's not the first one, it's the second. <laughs> Sounds like a parrot. Kind of. I'm gonna say it's a parrot. So it's not it's not the coughing at the beginning no, or it's whatever it's, 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 it is. It's the cackle like a witch, but like I feel like it cuts off like when you hear like birds try and reproduce like human speech. Like I feel like that's what it is. Hmm. Like a like a what is it a parakeet or a toucan or what what are the ones that make the noises? Parrots. Parrot. Like yeah. One the one that is most commonly known to you know just copy human speech. Okay. Yeah. I. Sound. I, like I, I think I think we're about due for an animal. So that is a bird. That is a bird. <laughs> so we got the bird wrong. I, I don't know what type of bird, but it oh. is it is a bird, and I tell you, if my bird laughs like that, they're gone. They are living out in the wild. I I don't want anything to do with that bird because that is going to wake me up in the middle of the night, and I'm going to be terrified. Get that? Yeah, bird. but that bird's possibly mimicking your laugh. That's true. Yeah, it's, which that, is even creepier. Yeah, so, so that bird, now now I sound like I'm out there when I'm clearly right here. I dude, I that bird definitely. Uh, like heard someone laugh. The bird. They, they just generate their own laughs. Like, they heard that. Like that was a hundred percent. Like someone they heard and they're copying it. But so, um, the bird's so, like, I saw this on TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> I saw it on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, they're watching like, witches TikTok. Like that was like that was a cackle. Dude, uh, that bird is out of my house. All right, next one. It sounds like a questionable experience. Do they laugh or people shit their pants? This is the caveat. Is it? (laughs) It's obviously not a laugh. But is it an animal? Is it a human? Is it something else? I I think it's a hippo. It's a hippo doing its need. Just shitting everywhere like that one that you saw (laughs) a long time ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm definitely gonna go with animal, but I honestly I'm struggling to pick out possibly like some sort of like um, God, like a uh, I don't know, dude. It's a it's an animal for sure. I just don't know which one. 
Or it's someone just taking an absolute fat fucking shit in a porta potty. One of the two. Need an answer. I'm going animal. All right. It is an animal. That is an elephant seal. An elephant seal? Okay. I can't say that I've honestly ever heard one of those before, but that makes... Is it is this a noise it makes like a a call or a Yeah, it's just that's that's a call that it makes. The only it, it elephant sounds... seal I've seen was the one Ugh. on TikTok and he didn't make it he just fought cones and upright signs. <laughs> didn't really make any verbose calls to either of those, but all right. I believe you. Elephant seal. When next one. That's got to be a cat. Uh, it sounds like, oh, I, that's a cat for sure. I think I've seen this one before, and I, I think Sean's right. I think it's a cat. It is a cat. I didn't know if I'd throw you off on that yeah. one, but yeah, that, that, one is, that one is a cat. All right, number seven. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, black lamb. Uh, oh, that's all I get out of that. <laughs> uh, that feels like a human. That feels like a human. That feels like a human out in a farm yelling. Just trying to call some call animal. Cattle to pasture. Yeah. I'll go with that. That's fine. That is a goat. Fuck. What? <laughs> What's it doing? It is just letting people know it's there. <laughs> just yelling. All right. All right, I guess it's just having a good time. All right, next one. <laughs> uh, that's. I'm gonna say that's like a child. Uh, that is a child. It's a small child with yeah, yep. devious, devious origins. But yeah. Jesus, fuck that kid, dude. He's not living in my house. Just laughing like that. What the fuck? All right. This one is This is gonna be similar to the elephant seal. Is it a human? Is it an animal? Or is it something different? What is that like a fucking I don't like that sound at all. Is it like a fucking power stroke that's just struggling to start? Nice little diesel in that is that is Zabulba's uh, pod racer from Star Wars Phantom of the Menace. It's not. Oh I, my I, god, that's exactly. <laughs> no, that's not it. No, I know that by heart. I can point that. I can, that's, the only, that's the only sound I think I could ever be like, oh yeah, for sure. That's his fucking pod racer. Is it like a large cat growling? I don't fucking know, dude. That is a koala. It is really. What? I thought they had like a more screechy tone going on. That fuck. is a koala. Well, I'm not going anywhere near koalas now, so that's good. <laughs> that's terrifying. Yeah, fuck that. They also is it aggravated or is it giving a warning? Nope, just sitting in a tree. <laughs> the fuck? I didn't think they would produce such a deep noise. All right, next one. That's that's a human doing some kind of they, uh, dance or just, ceremonial call. They take it. They get taken over by the Holy Ghost at church. What the fuck? <laughs> I think that's what it is. That is a human laugh. 
Oh. That is that is a human laugh, and all he does is yell like that. Well, <laughs> see, that's where do you learn to laugh like that? I, I don't know. I, I don't think I don't think you learn to laugh. You just do it. See, that's that's a whole nother debate because I, who just does that naturally? We all have different laughs. Me, you, and but where? But how? I okay. Next one. <laughs> What the fuck is that? Yes, guess, guess, guess. Like, this one. It sounds like a cat that just got stepped on. This one's a guess. Not a laugh. Guess the animal. Like yeah. <laughs> a duck that just like, his bills fucked up. I don't know. <laughs> I can, it's just like the bills on his face sideways. Yeah, he, he can't do it the right way. I don't like. It's either a cat or a duck. I don't think there's anything else. That, or a fucking frog that's halfway underwater trying to scream through it. <laughs> Any guesses, Warner? I don't even know. I, I I don't know. That is a possum. I guess I've never. What? I guess I've never heard of a. Never heard a possum ever in my life. So that I guess I'll take that. Yeah. Well, they scream at you like a duck. <laughs> apparently, they usually just like hiss. Yeah, I thought that's what I thought too. But all right, we got a couple more, and uh, I know we're short on time, so let's we'll go. Mm. <laughs> I think it's like a very, old, very choppy laugh. It's it's someone's mom. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's, human mom. It's gonna be a human. It is a human. I was hoping you would guess chicken. It is a human, and it is a man. It is not actually a woman. Oh. The castle. All right. This is a man, human man. I've seen this one. His glasses, kind of bald. I've seen that one. Yeah. Sounds like Goofy from Goofy. Movie. I know, right? I, that's that's, no, that's more of a. The other one kind of sounds more like Goofy or Goofy than the first one. Like um. You know the the intro to um, Million Voices, the EDM, where it's like, the second one is goofy though. <laughs> you laughing, bud? All right, I got two more. You ready to finish this off? What? Mm. I honestly have no idea. Uh, I'm gonna sit. I kind of think it's a dog. I'll go with that. I don't know. That sounds weird. No, that is a woman. Oh, that is a really? woman laughing. Again, I I would love to go. That's what we need to do. I need to find somebody who listens to our podcast that is whatever type of doctor that can diagnose how people learn how to laugh. I don't think many doctors are watching this podcast. Whatever they can do, all I'm saying is let's find somebody. All right, I got one more. Is that like a, you know, 2001 to 2 Honda Civic 
you know, <laughs> bored out a little bit, you know, no, no catalytic converter. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> just backfire. I think I've heard this in a Fast and Furious movie before. I'm, I'm just trying to make it make sense. Okay, like, I don't, I don't know. It's the, it's the, it's the blow off valve. That's yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, dude. It, I I want to say I kind of feel like it's a bird. I feel like it's a bird. I'm going animal. We'll go with animal then. We got, we I got don't know. Two animals? You're switching here? Yeah, uh-huh. I don't know. It, it sounds so short, I can't fucking tell. <laughs> it could be some weird fucking like guppy trying to suck air through. I don't I have no idea. No idea. That is a human woman. Well, good for her. <laughs> that's, ooh, that's rough. rough. That is rough. Oh my goodness! Like, I, I tried so hard to go through all of these and just find laughs that sounded kind of like animals. That one was literally a goose. Like, I, I, if you would have blindfolded me, I said it, it's a goose. It's a goose flying by, <laughs> probably taking a poop on my car. <laughs> oh, I dang it! I stopped the song. I, I have to cycle through my soundboards. Anyways, well, I don't know. Hope you guys enjoyed that. It took two weeks to do. (laughs) Whether or not it was good or not, I mean, I guess let me know. But, um, well, Warner, I'm glad you were able to make it into the studio tonight for this podcast on a Wednesday. I made it. I made it. I'm here. You made it. You're here. And that is a wrap for episode 99 of The Last Call Podcast. We will be back I'm assuming next week for episode 100. I believe, yes, next Friday, episode 100. Please tune in. Tune in. Hang out with us. Join the chat. Make some funny comments. We will shout you out. Follow us on all platforms, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. The T-H-E-E Last Call Podcast. We appreciate you hanging out with us on this Wednesday for the Last Call Podcast. I'm Aaron Thompson. That's Nick Warner. And that's Sean. And we hope you have a great fucking Wednesday. Bye, friends. Just happened by hearing word of mouth. Going out every night until the bar closed. Sunday to Sunday, I'm always going hard, bro. It's the life you should have when you're 19.